0: Episode 270. Can you believe it? We are closing in and creeping up on episode 300. What a crazy time it's been! I am so looking forward to closing out this year with some incredibly fun, light, and really useful and helpful podcast episodes. Today, I am over the moon. I love when I get to sit down and chat all things. Systems related to my marriage. It truly is one of the things I am most passionate about. One of the reasons I even started creating systems in the first place for my family and in my home was so that we could up level our marriage, so that we could take all of the time that we were spending, really wasting on all of the little tasks that didn't need to be done, all of the communication, all of the arguments, all of the conflict, all of the everything, and just systemize it. So it was never even part of our conversation every single day. That is what we're going to be talking about today. I'm bringing you my four quick, simple, really straightforward systems that you can use to carve out more time and meaningful time, even in the cracks of your day, to start really truly connecting each and every day with your husband in ways that aren't as formal as a date night, even though we love that. But sometimes these little teeny tiny systems can bring such a huge impact. So let's get started with a really fun episode right here, right now. What do you say? Let's do this.
1: Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is Dig in and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence.
0: I've got some super exciting news to share with you before we hop into today's episode. It is about to be a brand new year. Have you ever wondered how in the world is Chelsea Joe able to accomplish so much in her business day after day, week after week, month after month, and keep up with managing her home? Well, guess what? I am bringing to you a brand new workshop just for you happening live one time and one time only. If you hurry right now, you can get 50% off early bird pricing right now. Go to chelseajo.co backslash plan 2023 plan your 2023 goals with me. That's what we're going to be doing on December 14th at 1 PM mountain standard time live with me a 75 minute session where i teach you exactly what my secrets are i help you map out your goals goals in your business goals for your home what is attainable what's achievable how to actually stick with a plan that you put in place no more being afraid to commit to goals because you are actually going to accomplish them in 2023 I know you have big dreams, and I know you want to get stuff done, and I know what's holding you back. It held me back for years, and now year after year after year, I am growing leaps and bounds because of the way that I plan my goals, and I'm sharing it with you. Come plan your 2023 goals with me. I wanna see you accomplish everything that you set out to do next year. And I want it to be super realistic at the same time. Go to chelseajo.co backslash plan 2023 to snag a ticket for you. And shoot, you can even snag a ticket for your friend. Planning goals is so much fun when you have an accountability buddy, you know what? Send this episode to them and say, you know what? I think we should do this. Send them chelseajo.co backslash plan 2023 and say, I want to do this with you. And if you buy right now in the next seven days, you're going to get 50% off of our workshop price. Early bird pricing is always the best. So don't delay. Go snag your ticket right now. I can't wait to see you on December 14th. Well, we have quite a few of you already signed up for our incredible goal planning workshop. So make sure that you do in fact snag a seat because our early bird pricing is going to be over in just a few days. So make sure that you go over there and you grab that because maybe one of the goals that you have is actually getting some systems in place in your life. And you really want to know how to fit that in inside of the already chaotic and busy life that you have. Maybe you have business goals that you're really trying to fit into your work block. Either way, we're going to look at it. But what we're going to look at today down into the nitty gritty is how these systems can impact your marriage. And specifically within that, we're going to talk about my four favorite systems. Like these are systems that we literally like, we don't, this is just us, right? Like this is our life at this point. And it wasn't like that. We did not start out like that. We did not start out with systems at all. We did not start out with great communication, which I I feel like every marriage is always working on that. But truly, I've always had this strong desire for a really like high functioning, really united, And just like super yoked marriage, that's always been my goal. Even before I was married, I would like look at other marriages and what I like longed for and what I was constantly just like dissecting with other people. And what I was drawn to was when I saw couples that were really in sync with each other. And so that is something that I've worked really hard to be able to have. And a lot of that comes now through this weird and unique ability that I have to systemize things. Blaine in and of himself really is a high achiever. Um, but it's not in the same ways as me always. I mean, there's a lot of things that we do like to achieve and our, are very similar. And, but then there's other things that we're like totally different in, right? Completely different. And so these systems have allowed us to come together and to connect and it has, and, and will also for you, help you get rid of all of the things that you don't need to be talking about, you don't need to have conflict over, and have that resolution straight away right up front and keep it that way on a daily and weekly basis. So without really going too much deeper into the why and the when and the how and all of that, where we ended up, how we got there, all of that discussion, because I think you fully understand what I'm talking about. When I talk about miscommunications, when I talk about wasted time, when I talk about conflict, like we all understand what that feels like. And you've been listening to this podcast enough now to know that systems are my answer for pretty much everything. And so here we go. Let's talk about these four systems that I say are quick because they really are quick, but it does take time for you to get to a place where you feel really good like you guys have been using these systems for a little bit. And honestly, you may already be half checked out of this episode because you're like, oh, my husband's never going to do this. Blaine didn't jump into these systems either. It's been a process for both of us to understand how we're going to include systems into our marriage. And it's going to have to be that way for you as well. It's not just something that you can like snap your fingers, you can show them, you know, it all written down on paper and you can pin it up on the wall or you can have them listen to the episode and then boom, magically it's done. It doesn't work like that. You guys have to work together extremely diligently and it takes time and it takes a lot of patience. It takes a lot of grace and a lot of forgiveness on both people's parts. And it just, it depends on what you really want. Like how, how patient and how much do you want to work at this? Like what do you really want to give your energy and your efforts to for me? I am adamant that we put our energy and our efforts into systems because I know that they pan out on the other end and they're going to give us what we truly both want. That is the means to getting there. End of story, every single day. So let's start with number one. Number one, and what we're going to talk about, (laughs) how I'm going to approach this, is we're going to talk about the typical problem and where you're actually wasting energy on just ridiculous, meaningless tasks. And all of these things that I'm about to talk about, all four of these are, are repetitive. There are things that are cyclical from day to day to week to week. You, they, these things are happening chronically and that is how you know that you need a system for it. Right? So the first one is the question of what's for dinner. <laughs> wah, wah, how much time are you spending every stinking day of your life trying to figure out What's for dinner? No, we just had that. No, the kids won't eat it. No, I'm not really in the mood for it. Well, why don't you just go pick something up? We'll go to the grocery store where we're missing an onion or we don't have pepperoni for the pizza that we wanted to make. like whatever it is. like you guys are literally you're literally spending at least 15 minutes a day, if not 30 minutes to an hour. And I know that that sounds ridiculous, but it really is that much time. And here's what I'm going to propose to you. Imagine if you and your husband were texting like about something different. Imagine if you guys were flirting back and forth in text messages instead of talking about what's for dinner. What a better way to spend your text messaging time or even just your conversating in general, right? I'm talking about like the minutia here and that is where your life is lived. Your life is lived in the mundane. The love that you grow, the love that you breed, it is lived in the mundane in your marriage. This is how you make this happen. So how about we skip the daily text messaging of what's for dinner and instead we put this one system in place. Raise your hand if you know what I'm about to say. There are so many benefits to this system. It is completely free. It is on the blog. It is everywhere. We've got podcast episodes on it. There is no reason that you should not do this. This is so simple. It is our menu board meal planning system. I've been using this since I realized I was spending hours every weekend on Pinterest trying to figure out what's for dinner and it never really panned out and it led to extremely large grocery bills and a lot of time in the kitchen and it never worked out. (laughs) And so now we have a menu board meal planning system that consists of seven days of Monday through Sunday labels and index cards. They're super affordable. You can get fancy ones. You can just use a whiteboard if you really want, but the, some of the fun parts of this really are having the index card that says what you're having on the front of it. And on the back of it, it says what the ingredients are and keeping it super simple. So that is number one. Let's look at number two. Here's the other space in your life where there's a lot of conflict and there's a lot of waste. Whenever I say conflict, I just mean there's something that is disconnected, something is not seamless, meaning there's a hiccup there. There is, maybe it's a huge obstacle. Maybe it's tiny, but either way it's causing for more communication than necessary, which means you're wasting a lot of time, anywhere from a little bit of time to a lot of time. And if you stack all of that together over the course of a day and over the course of a week, That is a lot of time that could be better spent connecting with your spouse. So number two is scheduling issues, conflict with who's going where and who needs to be someplace, when and how and who, where's the car seat, where's the backpack, who needs to be where, oh shoot, they have to be picked up, oh wait, it's early release day, oh wait, it's extracurriculars, oh you didn't know that it was you know, the concert or the meet or, you know, it's the finals and, oh shoot, you had to take off work. And then you're mad at him because he doesn't prioritize the kids and he's not plugged into the family. And it's like so unbelievably preventable. It blows my mind. Like this should not, it should not, it should be a mute point. Like done. We're not even talking about it anymore. And what is the system to resolve all of that? It's a shared Google calendar. This is not my idea. I mean, I push this, but this is not my invention. This is just a shared Google Calendar, friends. This is really, this is really, I don't want to say intimidating for people, but for years at this point, I've been hearing a lot of people say, well, my husband doesn't, he doesn't, he has a flip phone or he won't look at it. He doesn't have a shared Google Calendar. That's not his style. It wasn't Blaine's style either. It wasn't my style either. But we realized we had a problem. We realized this would be a solution and we figured it out and we did it very slowly. And now we don't even know how we would function without it. Like it's literally like our ride or die is our Google calendar and it's shared. So anytime that he has something going on in his life, it's put in the calendar and I can see it. Anytime me or the kids have something going on in the calendar, it I mean, going on in our lives, it goes in the calendar and he can see it. Like, in my work and his work and for our kids, he can put it in on his calendar. I see it. I can put it on, on my calendar and he can see it. And it's honestly taken us. And it's still, it's a practice. It's not something that we just like, although we've got a pretty good handle on it now, but for a while we were even having to communicate, okay, when you put it in, here's the details that we need to see because sometimes the labels were vague or the timeframes were wrong. Does this appointment mean that we're supposed to be there at that time or we're supposed to leave at that time? Like, I don't know. Like, do we have to be there early? So we've gotten really good at making this so dialed in. It's so efficient. It is unbelievably effective. The amount of conflict that we have reduced in our marriage by having shared Google calendars is astounding. Absolutely astounding. The autonomy that both of us have, is probably the biggest and most liberating feeling. I just know where my husband is and I don't have to micromanage and vice versa. No matter where your strengths or weaknesses are, this goes both ways. He doesn't have to ask permission or, hey, do we have a thing going on? And I don't either, right? Because it's there and we both have our eyeballs on it. Okay, number three. This is another space. This is the third system that I'm going to talk to you guys about that I absolutely love. I've talked about it so many times and here's the conflict. Here's the time that you're wasting every single week and this is this is a little bit more when we sit down and you look at how you are actually giving and showing up to your spouse and the way that you can connect to them through that through what they actually need for the week and what you actually need for the week and how you can be there for them instead of being super self-centered, instead of constantly thinking, oh, well, I need this, and being a little bit not necessarily resentful, but that does happen over time. And it can happen over time if if each other's needs are not addressed. And so what I want you to really start thinking about is how to meet each other's fundamental needs. And obviously you've heard me talk about fundamental needs here a bazillion times. And the system that Blaine and I came up with to make sure that we were meeting each other's needs and really able to be there for each other in those small moments, something as small as he wants to go to the gym. And I will say, and me not being frustrated about it, because in the beginning of our marriage, I would get super frustrated as soon as he was like, oh, I got to go to the gym. Because it was always at the worst times. It was like, I need you right now. You're literally leaving and I'm like putting out fires around here. Like this cannot be the most like horrible time. There's no worse time in our day and in our week for you to be going to the gym. And there was like, there was that conflict all the time. And so then there was this constant conversation about, well, when am I going to get my needs met? And when am I going to get my needs met? And so that is literally why we created the grade eight. And that is the system that you can put into place is the grade eight, your fundamental needs. You can go to the website to download the workbook, at chelseajoe.co, click on free in the top right corner, and you can go through this insa- entire assessment and you can see what my grade eight are. You can come up with your own fundamental needs, but I highly, highly, highly encourage you to do this with your spouse. That is how we came up with ours Blaine came up with the name grade eight. Like that is a hundred percent from him. And it came after months and months and months and months of me analyzing data in our home. Sometimes not emotionally, but most of the time it was pretty emotional. (laughs) If I'm being honest, if I'm being really honest, it was frustrating. It was frustrating why some weeks we could totally be there for each other and other weeks we were totally failing. And it's because we hadn't systemized it. So once we made this a system, it's very easy for us to speak to this. It's very easy for me to understand what he needs every week and for me to prioritize it and vice versa. All right. Number four, this one's really fun. Uh, Fun meaning it's new. We haven't talked about it very much at all. I think maybe I've mentioned it one time here ever on the podcast. And this truly is incredibly quick, simple, easy to set up. Something that you can start doing today on your own accord. And you guys can both work on this together and you can work on it even as a family. But here's one of the times that I have seen in my own marriage and I've observed in other families where you really are missing the opportunity for connection multiple times a day and anywhere from 15 to 30 to 60, sometimes even 90 or upwards of two hours, Right? 30, 60, 90 minutes or upwards of like two hours in a day that you could spend connecting with your spouse instead of being on your phone. So what Blaine and I have done, and it's not perfect by any means, we really have to work on this a lot, but if you sit down and you look at certain points of your day when you are on your phone and you could be connecting with your spouse, It really will open your eyes to how much time, just even in the last week, let alone how many years have you wasted on your phone instead of connecting with your spouse. And that might even just mean being together, doing nothing in silence. And like, here's where I would start if this is really, really, really hard for you even when you're watching TV, you're probably both on your phones. Like just start there. Just start with getting rid of your phones when you're watching TV together. But here's where I'm really, really, really going to encourage you guys to get away from your phones. So the system is the no phone zone and you establish a cell phone basket where your phones go or where they get plugged in and they are there for the specific times in your day that you have established as no phone zones. And what we've established and what we try to do, we actually, honestly, it's, it's like a lot. It's like most of the day to, for us, we're like really, 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 really pushing to just not be on our phones when we are around each other. There's no point in it. And if we are, it's like, Hey, I'm communicating that it's for work, but my, if I'm doing work, I should be working during my work block. And really that's it. And so we have to work really hard with our boundaries because our phones are always with us. And when you think about what it was like, whenever you grew up, your phones were not always with you. They were tied to a wall, tethered to a wall, and that's where they stayed. And when you went to the phone, you went to the phone and when you were done with it, you were done with it. And it wasn't just available for you all parts of the day. But here's the three main places where you can really start creating a lot of momentum and a lot of really usable and useful connection time with your spouse if you just get rid of your phone in these three spaces. The first one is in your morning routine. So as soon as you get up, you should not go to your phone. Shouldn't do it. Don't do it. Get away from it. Don't even have it near you. Plug it in somewhere else. It shouldn't even be around you, right? The second one is in your nighttime routine. Don't even have it around. So as soon as the kids go to bed, you should be done with your phone. Uh, We were just talking about this in a group call inside of, um, the Systemize Your Life Academy about how really my phone, I start breaking up with it around three (laughs) o'clock every day. And it's hard. Sometimes that stretches a little bit longer. Um, but there's really no need for me to have it after that point. My family's here. Why do I need to be on my phone? Like these are the most important people, you know? And so the nighttime routine is when I really want it to be gone, but I start, And try and have like a hard boundary with that around three or four o'clock each day. The last spot in your day is not necessarily a time block, but it is a very distinct space in your home and it's the car. If you challenge yourself to just not have the, have your phone, you or your spouse, when you're a passenger, you're going to start having really fun conversations Or just connecting through music, connecting through your kids and what they're saying. I cannot tell you how fun it is. And every once in a while, like sometimes they'll say, hey, yeah, I can ride with you to pick up the kids from school, but I'm going to have to finish up some work. And then by the time we get there, I've wrapped it up. And we have this kind of dialogue, right? Right. We're constantly communicating to each other, this boundary and respect of my eyes are going to be in my phone instead of my eyes are going to be on you. And it allows us to connect a little bit more. Blaine's really great about it. I mean, some days he's better at it than others and some days I'm better at it than others. But, you know, it's it's not always easy and sometimes it's kind of obnoxious and annoying. (laughs) I am much more of the connector in our marriage than he is. I have a real deep needs to connect often. And over time, we've learned that this is our, this is our language with each other. You know, this is like, while we're raising kids, this, these little snippets of connecting with each other, that's how we can communicate. That's how we can really start to, you know, go from just the drabby, mundane, like boring, like just head nod at each other and really start to have fun with one another. And for me having fun is way way harder. He can have fun and like that's his way of connecting. And so I notice I have a lot more fun when I'm not distracted by my phone. And in the car, it's like it's like this fun little space in our little commutes to pick up the kids, go to the grocery store, like whatever it is when we're in the car with each other, it's so fun for us to give a little wink or hold hands or Find a playlist or like, hey, what are your favorite songs that you love to listen to? And I challenge myself to love to listen to his kind of music and vice versa. Those things are so fun. They really, really are. And they're going to take you back to a time and a space where you wanted to get to know your spouse more instead of what is in your phone. And I just, I just challenge you. I just ask you to take whatever speaks to you most in this episode and try it. Just try it. Try implementing one of these four systems or make it a goal for you to implement them. Maybe one a month. I don't know. Come and join me inside of my goal planning workshop on December 14th. Let's do this together. And remember that if you can't make our goal planning workshop, there will be a replay. You are going to be getting emails from me that support you in this. You are going to be getting a workbook. Maybe these are the goals that you want to work on. I don't know where you sit right now with the systems in your marriage, but these are four fantastic foundational systems that you can start rocking and rolling with. And I would love to support you on that. So I do hope to see you over inside of my goal planning workshop, Chelseajoe.co backslash plan 2023. Skeet, this is going to be so much fun. And until then, I'm going to hang out with you over inside of my Facebook group. And I hope to catch you back here real soon for another episode on the Systemize Your Life podcast.
1: Hey, before you go,